2: Hello everyone, welcome to the Red Bed TV, it's the build-up show, the Premier League is back, it's the 2019-20 season and it all kicks off this Friday, Liverpool against Norwich City. I am Paul mate and I'm joined by Chris, by Ross and by Ben for this one. Um, Chris? Mate. I, I noticed you were very, I don't know whether it was a deliberate thing... But you referred to the Charity Shield as a friendly a lot in the final word show this week. So, look, I think it's only fair to, to go in. The proper footy is back. It was it it was a, it was fine. It was a thing. I'd have been delighted to win it. We'll talk a little bit about it in a minute. But um, the, the Premier League, the proper footy is back. And it starts on Friday. How excited are you?
3: I am very excited. I think... The, the main thing is I'm really excited to see what Anfield's like as well mm-hmm. you know because obviously it's the first time we get to play there since the Champions League win mm-hmm. I just think it's going to be a real really great atmosphere yeah. there and couple that with a great performance I thought and I, I do say that and I don't uh, you know I'm not messing my words up I think it was a great performance by Liverpool in the in the charity Shields, and I'm just really excited that you can just sort of for me forget all the pre-season games and just get back to the proper footy and it's a great opportunity for us a promoted side a side that we don't know too well, but traditionally we've done well against. Mm-hmm. I just think it's brilliant, and the fact that it's Friday before everybody else, yeah. the lads will be going out there, going. We need to show the world that we are gonna be fighting for this ch- title from
2: the way go. Yeah, that's it. I, th- I think the Friday night thing is is, is perfect. Really, I mean, there's something about going on a, on a Saturday, and you know the sun shining, and you know what. It being and an, I say under the lights, it'll probably be dark enough. But you know, it, it'll be it'll be dark by the time it really gets into it. But. Gives you that day to build up to it. Go and have a few pints for people going going after work or whatever. There's always a good atmosphere in those kind of environments. And um, and and it's right. It's that thing we've heard in pre season. The Champions of Europe chant. I have been waiting for it. I've you know I've waited 14 years for us to get back into this because it was one of my favourite things about the season after 2005 was the cop doing. We are the Champions.
4: Champions of Europe. It's, it's that's all adding to my sense of excitement. Yeah, and there's loads of elements that, that play into our hands. Like I said, the night game at Anfield, the atmosphere, it won't be a European night because it's, it's obviously it's Norwich in the Premier League, it's not quite the same ring to it. Yeah. But, but it's being it's, the it's first exciting. game of the season yeah, and having the first, something yeah, to celebrate. It's, it's all the excitement you get for a new season anyway. But like Chris says, you know, it's the first time the players will have played at Anfield. So, okay, we had the parade, mm-hmm. but the fans will see Liverpool will actually, you actually know, get get behind them. It's a homecoming essentially, isn't it? At yeah. uh, uh, Anfield, I think that plays into, in hands. I think the other thing is as well, you know, th- I'm at the point where you just said then a pre-season all the results are not really asked about and when you're trying to pick a team and stuff I think we're really exciting that we could play pretty much anyone and I'd, I'd be happy with it you know particularly midfield or even at right back and you know okay there's a, a headache at a left wing but stuff you know I want to see all the, all the players, yeah. and that's that exciting as well. You know, having a conversation like, "Oh, who would you pick?" and stuff, and all that stuff that you have with your mates, it always comes back, and you know, that's that exciting. Well,
3: Ross, sorry. Ross makes a really interesting point there, and, and it's that like, you know, we've not signed a first team player, and yet I'm excited to see what these players are going to do. Yeah. I wasn't sure I would feel like that until it's actually come to it. You know, how is Naby Keita going to perform? Oxley Chamberlain, you know. Uh, What's really going to be like if he plays from the left-hand side? Who is going to be playing right back? This was a settled side that you know you knew exactly what was going to happen week in week out last season. Not signed anyone, and, I, and there's question marks about how Liverpool are going to play. It's just what happens at the beginning I, of a well, new we've season. We've got a
2: bunch of we have got a bunch of new signings, haven't we, Chris Lalana? Yeah, um, I think the cherry case is like a new sign-in. The charity I'll say shield Chamberlain just, I'm just, I'm just doing it for the fucking. The charity shield was important. Henderson
3: said it in an interview, you know, the other day about the new
4: He Also, stuff. Tom
2: Ware come out as well, didn't he? This yeah. weekend, basically repeated mm-hmm. what Jacob Bob said.
4: Great. The charity shield was dead important. I think for the sense that we, the way we use our substitutes. Yes. And Nabi, Kater, Lalana, Chamberlain came on. Yeah. It was about fitness for them, and you know, taking a claim to put a place in for this weekend. And I thought it was dead encouraging because I'd written Nabi Kater off until he popped up at Leon. i have going like, I haven't seen anything of him, yeah. but he looked dead sharp in that game. He looked dead sharp again on Sunday. And like again, Lalani, you joke about it, but you wouldn't be the to start in starting this. No, game, No, but I, I think that your point is, is spot on, and, and Ben, that's
2: that's the thing that the Charity Shield's done for me is. I was a bit—I said it in, in, in content, practice, I won't go too much into it. But yeah, disappointed because I don't like Liverpool to lose any game, and it's always nice to add silverware to the, the collection. But I walked out so much more excited for the season than I walked into that into that game, particularly I, the first twenty minutes or so when we were tired. But the um, what what we did and what Ross is kind of alluding to there with the substitutions—we put like you know we were, did we use the full six or close enough to five, 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 use? five yeah. and you and you go. It gives you so many more exciting conversations to have, and that'd be cater, et cetera, is, is, is exactly that. That I, yeah, I, it left me tantalisingly wanting more. So it ended up being the ultimate pre season friendly in some regards because it was a competitive game that got our juices flowing. Mm. And but realistically, as I said, we've added fitness, we've added form, and we've added to the fans' sense of overall, you know, perspective.
5: Yeah, and especially when there's when it's when it's players who we haven't seen so much of. So obviously, as Ross said, like Caters had his as his injuries problems over like over last season and over the summer as well. So like he didn't play in America, he didn't you know he didn't do any of those games. Yeah. And now you know we've we've seen a little bit of him, and suddenly it's like, oh right, okay, well you know, he suddenly <coughs> you remember almost that he's another option, and and that's what that's what a good pre-season game should do. It should it should leave you wanting more and we're all excited about the well I mean 99% of fans are excited about the um, about the season coming up anyway the other 1% is still moaning about the lack of transfers but you know most people were looking forward to the season I was going into that game on Sunday a bit like you know, like well, you know, let's just not get rolled over, you know. Like yeah. you know, if you come out of that game and they've beaten us three 0 you know, there's a little bit less excitement. But I think that the fact that the second half performance in particular was so good, you reminded yeah. that you're almost reminded why it has been so difficult yeah. for Jurgen to make transfers because be the remi- squad's we so good. shouldn't need to
2: be reminded, but you're damn right there has been, and I think there's a little bit of. For me, and I, I can't. I, I, at this point, I don't. I can't speak for a wider sense of people because not as many people aren't as like entrenched in the Liverpool scene as, much as, as you know as we are in terms being a bit work as well as, as as well as fun. I feel a bit a bit of footy fatigue. If I'm honest, you know, I wasn't. I wasn't totally ready for the for the for the new season. But having those all, all of those contributing factors does it, it. It adds up to a point where it, we. Come get back to the footy. Normally, the few, I, I've talked about this before, Chris. Where transfers are normally so exciting, you know, buying new players and all. Oh, what are they going to look like, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But like, it, what the Charity Shield did was was remind us, as if we needed reminded, that this is a side that is one of the best in Europe. Yeah, and and, and you know, Ben's right we if we'd been turned over by Man City that could have derailed the season before it even started but look like City had that attitude going to Anfield last year and changed their style of play for it Liverpool played like Liverpool showed what they could do albeit not ultimately successful but that's I think that just adds fuel yeah. to the fire of excitement. Absolutely, I mean,
3: I can't tell you how excited I was on Sunday watching Bobby Firmino. Yes, just watching him play football like it was a real game. Yeah. It's such a difference to what we've seen in preseason games earlier on, and you know, during the during the preseason, him going in, shoulder barging midfielders, nicking the ball off the mo, attacking <laughs> his fullback. I was so excited to see that because it didn't feel like a pre-season friendly. I, mean, I I I've I've not really enjoyed the pre-season friendlies. You know, I've been to a few of them. You know, we've sat in press boxes. I was in corporate for thing. I'm looking forward to getting back into the stands. Yeah. I'm looking forward to watching these lads really
2: go out there and put everything on the line because that's what I enjoy about all of this. That was the thing for me is like I I was kind of off to the side for the first half and it was a bit you know, obviously the game itself and the performance wasn't wasn't particularly great, but then moving sat next to Steele for the second half and was bouncing and singing. And that's when you remember what it's all about. You know, it isn't all about, it's not about the bollocks. It's not about transfers. It's not about Twitter for because you, you it messaged at half time, Ross. You know, it was just like, I won't use the exact expression because I've been warned about that, but the um, basically Twitter was horrible. It was absolutely horrendous at half time all over again. And it's that reminder. Fuck Twitter, fuck social media, fuck instant over you know overblown reactions to stuff. It's about the footy. It's about the love of enjoyment of watching those eleven fellas in red and you know red and and, and sexy black as uh, as uh, Alison will be rocking. Um, that's that's what it's meant to be about, and that's what's coming back. Not the as much as all the other shite coming back with it. As long as we've got that, and as we saw on the pitch, those moments of
4: excitement, a team that's ready to go, then I can. I, I'm not going to get distracted by the other no, stuff. It's escapism, isn't it? Yeah. For, for us all. That's sure. all, all, what we all want. You don't get that on Twitter stuff and obviously, it's part of my job, but I hate it. But you can you can influence what you think as well. It's mm-hmm. so like I've said something at half-time, I thought Joe Gomez has been quite decent at half-time, and then fucking you're mm-hmm. either you either you can't have an opinion can you, you just don't know it or you're wrong or whatever. Like, well you
2: were wrong because he was rubbish but carry on he yeah, was decent
4: but that's the same thing of like not just watching it but coming back and having a conversation with your mates and stuff like you say. Going back to the stands and talking to people that you, you sit next to for years and years and all that stuff again that's that's great that's what you want as a football yeah. fan isn't it or you know the excitement of having the weekend build up to all the other games and them not really affecting you and stuff like that I think that's all yeah. part of the excitement it's not just the Liverpool game it's the whole football
3: as, yeah. as much as we bigged it all up are we ready for a nine month title race and and the stresses and strains from the first game of the season <laughs> I
2: it from last season. No, no, I don't think I. The answer now is now no, but you know when you do something, I will give you an example of it from only from personal life. When we used to do the deadline day shows, and we did like we do eight, nine, ten hours straight, and like the first one we ever did, I couldn't talk for two days afterwards. I was physically absolutely ruined, and then the more you do them, the more you get into. It. I, I, I think we'll be we'll surprise ourselves with how ready we are once. It all it all gets underway, provided Liverpool continue to be you know be good. go on, ben, what what you? What I was just going to
5: say it's funny because you mentioned at the top of the show. Uh, Chris mentioned at the top of the show there we're ready to fight from this title from minute one, and I just sort of went. Ah, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, that's the thing again. Yeah, but, yeah, it is, it is exactly, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that is that. I mean, if we'd, if we'd won the bloody thing last season, I think that would have made it a thousand times easier because it's still... Oh, yeah. You know, even though we've been through the battle of charging, for one, you know, we still haven't. We still. if We still not got the monkey off our back in that sense. Mm-hmm. We've got the trophy monkey off our back, but not the league title. I think. I think the key thing is that the players will have experienced the proper title race now. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it'll go quite to the wire is exactly the same as it did last season, with two points tallies that are so high. I, yeah. I don't think. I don't think it'll be the high nineties this time that wins yeah. the league, but the players have been through it. And I think that'll be the key thing yeah. because yeah. there's a
2: muscle memory to it, isn't there? Like you know, and, and it, you've got you've gone you've gone through. It, and it looks like they've refreshed a few things in terms of the backroom, and you know, and then they're approaching season the motivational side of things, and all that kind of stuff, which is great. Surfer, so, yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean. But that's that new messages is, is important. You know, you've done it once. You need to. You, they're not soft. Um, I've I'm feeling quite, you know, say quite quite fair with the whole thing. I'm, I'm feeling very like. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I'm not. I don't think Liverpool are going to win the league this season. That's not because I think we'll be crap. I think we'll be. I think we'll be brilliant. But in my head, I'm. I'm. I'm looking forward to it all because there's so many new. It's new, different, and exciting this time around. We're going into a season as European champions for the first time in you know in in, in, a, in a decade and a half. We've got the best squad we've assembled in the entire in the Premier League era. Certainly, we've got. We get to go to a Super Cup, which we've not seen for we've, got, we've not seen for years. We get to go to our first Club World Cup in for, in fourteen years. All these all these things. And that will for years new club. And that will for years, <laughs> yeah, just completely So We don't have to talk about it anymore. And and everyone and and all the Buvat talk will be gone as well. I mean, there'll be new things. The Fernandes. Yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be a ton of new and uh, new things. But yeah, I I, uh, I don't I, I personally I don't I don't add the, I'm not, the winning the European Cup has taken the edge off for me because you don't have to fend off this. Liverpool Klopp needs a trophy. What mm. if Klopp doesn't win a trophy this season? Well, he still only won the European Cup last, last last year. As long as you're making a good fist of things, which I'm I'm now from from the last twenty minutes really of that Charity Shield game in particular, I'm convinced that we, that we will. Um, on some of the performances, Chris, Naby Keita, Ross touched upon him. Um, he was the one for me who really, really stood out of the lads who, who came into that game. I wonder whether this might be this. You know, we maybe this is his season, et cetera, et cetera. But for you, this game, looming, good chance for it to, to throw him in? <laughs> I don't think he does start,
3: if I'm honest. I, I, you know, if it was me, I'd be like, yeah, get him on the field straight mm-hmm. away. But um, I think it'll be a very, very similar start in 11 to, um to the weekend. Um, I think he looked great off the bench, you know, and, and good impact players are hard to find. Yeah. Um, and I think there was a little bit of a... You know, I think there'll be more focus on wing play in this game um, from the fullbacks, particularly. There wasn't so much attacking fullback play against Manchester City for obvious reasons. Mm. They're attacking players. So I think we needed to bring that on and have a bit of, a bit of thrust from the centre of the park. Um, if the wing play doesn't work first 60-70 minutes then I think you bring him in and you try something slightly different. Yeah. Uh, but as it is I think it'll just be back to what we did last season. Get turns on the ball get Robertson on the ball get the ball into the box and see where we go. See if Norwich can deal with it. Absolutely.
2: Well, We'll, we'll pick up a little bit on, on, on thoughts and obviously we're going to talk about Sadio Mane's potential inclusion etc. In a minute we're going to go through the preferred 11s and we've got some opposition insight to come as well from Token Norwich Jack Reed. But first, we've mentioned it before, it needs to be mentioned again. We've got an exclusive, a world-exclusive interview with Liverpool boss Jürgen yeah, Klopp. The full 23-minute interviews on the tv.com but there is a six-odd-minute segment that's on YouTube that if you want to get fired up for this
6: season, you need to get involved with. Here's a clip. So we have to make sure that we are as good as possible. Again, go in the season and fight for whatever we can fight for. That's all. And we will see what. I'll create again memories, create again stories, which we will remember in the future and look back. And maybe we'll be champion, maybe we'll be FA Cup or um, Carabao Cup or Champions League or not. But fight for it with all you have, and then we will see where it leads us to. Only if you want guarantees, stay at home. If you are ready to work, if you are ready to fight, if you are ready to dream together again, come. Let's do that together and then everything will be fine. But guarantees you cannot get. You cannot buy them on the transfer market. You cannot nowhere. You only have to do your best. And that's what the boys are doing. What I'm trying to do and what we all are doing, what you are doing. And so I love really this time at Liverpool, I have to say. It's just like we became the unit in football. That's how it feels. With all the problems. Around and of course, we don't have to talk about politics or anything like that. But all of the football problems around, so many teams are rebuilding. That's all okay, and they will be probably successful again. But we have now this group, we have this, this unity with the, with, with the supporters and all that stuff, which is rare. Sometimes you take it for granted. It's not, it should not be. We paid back, you paid all back constantly. So it's all in. Let's use it. So yeah that segment is
2: on yeah on the YouTube channel which we'll annotate to at the end of the video if you want the full thing if you need the full thing in your life and trust me you do need the full thing in your life if you want to reach that fever pitch ahead of the new season go over there. We've also got exclusive interviews with the likes of Virgil van Dijk, with Jordan Henderson. Um, Chris sat down at the end of last season with Oxley chamberlain and Jordan Henderson as well. Some of the biggest and best names in the Liverpool squad all there chatting exclusively to us and exclusively available on the TV.com So sign up, get your first month free and enjoy all of that amazing content. Uh, right, let's talk a little bit about what we think or what we would like to see Liverpool do in this game. Um... Ben, is there anything, any specific changes you'd be making from the from the Charity Shield game? Is it sweeping, or is it one or two little? Is it a little bit of? The It's definitely
5: not sweeping. Um, I'd keep, uh, to be honest, I'd keep the same back four, back five. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so Gomez, I wow, keep Matip. Joe Gomez. I think, I think that's what, I think that's what Klopp is looking at long term. I, 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 was kind of on board with playing Matip on mm-hmm. on Sunday, and obviously I know he scored, um, but for me. The, the plan has always seemed to be under Klopp. Let's play Gomez long-term. And, mm-hmm. and, as, and as, I think, the, no matter how well Matic plays, if Joe Gomez is fit and he's sharp, I think Klopp will play him, so I'd stick with the back four. Do we think, just because I, I don't disagree with, with with any of
2: that, but for, for the conversation of it all, Chris, it's slightly on Matic. Because I, I think yeah. he was absolutely yeah. brilliant when I he was... Having, he he was the, the goal to get back I, in I the game. I keep
3: saying... I thought Matip was playing better than Virgil van Dijk for the last five games of the season and, yeah. I, and I stand by that. Um, for me, I would absolutely be getting Joel Matip in. I think he was brilliant. I think he was brilliant on Sunday. He obviously gets the goal to get us back into the game. He's done nothing wrong in my eyes. In fact, mm-hmm. he, it's not that's even a discredit he's done everything well. Yes, It's not that he's, yeah, not, yeah, done yeah. Yeah, he's, he's not done anything wrong. He's done everything yeah. brilliantly. Yeah. And, you know, that, how many times we see he, he's the one who's bringing the ball out on an amazing, mad run. I just enjoy watching him do that. I think it's fantastic.
2: Yeah, that I, like I say, I, Joe Gomez is absolutely the Liverpool's long-term thing, Ross. But I wonder whether Gomez was picked specifically for... That game because of the, the extra recovery pace. pace, yeah, and and you know, and, and you were talking about it on the final where it's show about like the high line Liverpool were playing. that it does make sense having someone like Gomez in, in and around there, but I don't know uh, uh, whether. Yeah, I feel, personally feel like Matip, Matip will go back in. Where, where do you, you from? Uh, I'm, I'm
4: with Chris, I prefer Matip in there. I think he just brings you so much more than, than Gomez does. It's not a criticism of Gomez, but I just think, you know, sense about partnerships are vital, you know, in terms of understanding, wherever, whoever uh, Van Dijk has been with has been brilliant, but I just think Matip deserves it. I don't think that Chris says, he hasn't done anything wrong. 100%, 100% going to be Lovren now we've said a well, the, 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 do you
3: know what, this is the thing, He's
1: That's code listen at bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. bluenile.com code listen.
0: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile.
3: The forgotten man, yeah. and yet he was always getting played. He got so many oh. games last season when he was mm. fit, yeah. and it it wouldn't surprise me if Jürgen's gonna start. Th- you know, the three of them rotating. Yeah, the it season.
2: might be. An Just a caveat, caveat. We're filming. There's still some time to go in the transfer window. Um, yeah. If any of these players we're talking about have gone by then, then obviously that's a that's a a, a, a separate thing. So yeah.
4: Um, if you look into the substitutions, like mattie played half an hour roughly, mm-hmm. maybe that's a sign of you know he might start this game. Yeah. Just get thirty minutes under his belt and then start him at the weekend. My
2: overall, my overriding feeling with this game is I think we played we, we took the midfield, the midfield that we played. I think Milner would have started mm-hmm. if I wanted to feed not if he'd been available um, in that game. I don't necessarily know, or at least I don't think Genie would have played the full the full game, and that might have changed people's thinking on, on, on things. But I wonder whether in seeing. Cater and seeing you know Shaqiri and seeing Lallana etc that there's there's perhaps when we're, when we're going to be a bit more gung-ho and a bit more go for the throw particularly Naby Cater. he's he for me is going to be one of those difference makers look I mean you can't you can't sort of do a carbon copy of his Huddersfield goal because you're not going to score the quickest goal in club history every <laughs> every week that you play or whatever. But what he was bringing, you know, a, a bit more of a flat-track bully, Chris, a bit more of a guy who's who's going to drive through teams, getting more creativity in the midfield in the, in these games could be, you know... And, and we know that Norwich, as much as they look, they scored their way to the title last season, they certainly didn't defend their way to the title. I think they had the 14th or 15th, so maybe worse than that... Um, Defense. So, it was like, so the eighth, I think it was the eighth best defence they had in the Championship last season, so we know they can be a bit suspect at the back, so it might be one of those games where you get as many offensive players on the pitch yeah, as possible. Yeah,
3: li- li- like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disregard everything I said about the Community Shield and pre-season um, for a minute, because I think this is quite an important point. That's the first time we've put a performance together since the Champions League final. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which against, we barely put uh, a
2: performance in. Against
3: Manchester City, right. And I think Klopp realises, and I think it's what always happens at the start of the seasons, it takes time. To get that level back up and running, yeah. so for me, it's about playing a midfield that you trust yeah. implicitly in yeah. this game because I don't think it is all going to go to plan for ninety minutes of the game. Yeah. So for me, it's yeah, it's that midfield from two years ago. It's your Henderson, your Wine your, your your James Milner um, plus Fabinho. plus Fabinho. and it's them four lads that are competing for that place, those places because you know you're going to be able to trust them in every
2: situation. It's interesting, um, Super Cup. Lumen, does that influence
4: anyone's thinking for this? I'd start Marnie for this game. I'm playing for an hour and then take him off. And the sense of, I, I I've thought about this right,
3: and and I I was thinking more about oxlade Chamberlain, and one of the things that I think you don't you don't want to start anyone that you have to bring off, not in a Premier League game, mm-hmm. because you know it's the first proper intense game of football niggling injuries are quite easy to pick up at this early stage of the season I think you hamstring yourself slightly
2: if you guarantee yourself I need to make a substitute in this game You're, mm. you're looking one at of your players Mo played the full game in the church so he's probably you're probably looking to get him off as you know, particularly you don't want him playing three ninety minutes back to back in a short in a very short space of time. Potentially, hey listen, saying this like I'm a fucking sports scientist. Like I've got any clue what they're available, but my lot my, my over logic of what I've seen, that that kind of rings true with me. I think that's the conundrum. I, I my immediate thought was like my snap reaction on the Mane stuff was you bring him off the bench. You give him half an hour. You bring him on in sixty minutes and maybe you're sub you know for sour. And that way you've got yeah. you've, you've got you put minutes in both those guys' legs and that way and you weaken your side yeah. either. because I think he'll want Ben I think he'll want to go he'll want the front three ready to start the game against Chelsea. The Chelsea and then
5: we've got a tough trip to Southampton as well that yeah. weekend as well. And we move going to Arsenal after that. So there, there is a little tough run of fixtures coming up. I think mm. we play Burnley at the end of the month as well, away. Um, but, I, but it'd be interesting to see what he does this week with the likes of, of Kent and Wilson, because yeah. I think this could be an ideal game for one of them to come in and maybe maybe make a start, but at least get some time in the pitch. But I don't know if they'll be here by it's Friday. so hard, So though, it's a it's, difficult one yeah. to... Include them in this conversation. It's so I, I, that's the thing, and I, I
2: wonder whether, and again, p- people who might be watching this after all, any of those transfers mm. are done and dusted will have a clearer idea of all this. But I think that when you look at the players who came onto the pitch in the Charity Shield, you automatically all of our are like, well, we need one more for the front three, and I would still contend we still do need a senior le- left left sided player to, to compete a bit more with Sadio Mane. But when you're looking at oxlade Chamberlain, Shaqiri. You've got, you know, Bruce has not made the bench for the Charity Shield. Divock Rigi, if we're getting Manny involved, it means Divock Carigi's time is going to start to get reduced. You're already looking, going, how does Ryan, how, how does a Ryan Kent or Harry Wilson start this game? Yeah. I think the base logic is absolutely sound, particularly Harry Wilson, because, mm-hmm. look, you know, I mean, they've improved, but you're still talking about a team that's come from the Championship, a team that he's got experience in. You, you could do There's far a worse it, than yeah. test Harry Wilson at this at this type of game and he might well he, he might well pay dividends but I think I think we're starting to see the, the, the mm-hmm. whether the level of competition in that squad is too much because let's be honest who would you rather Kent or Oxley-Chamberlain? Ox Ox oh, yeah oh
5: yeah you know,
3: I'm, I'm, even, even even knowing he's going to max 60 minutes
5: yeah, yeah. Mm. It's, I'm, I'm not I'm saying anything it's no, an it's, interesting it's, it's, talking it's point. point I just think because for me I've never I, like I think I think he might start a rigi wide, but a rigi wide doesn't really do anything for me. Yeah, yeah. So this is a, this is the type of game where you could throw in Harry Wilson. It, wide. It, listen,
2: it so, might that might well influence because yeah. we just don't know. Rigi might be getting booked uh, by maybe being be, be earmarked to start centre forward in the in the in, in the Super Cup. We don't we don't mm. we don't know. Just, and you're right, is 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 he wasn't effective at the weekend. Now not being effective against the best side in the country is no there's no disrespect to Divock Origi and also against probably the only defender in the league who's faster than you yeah team. yeah yeah well yeah exactly <laughs> I mean so we don't know it's possible that that might have altered his thinking Ross you know he might have looked at it and gone okay I'll try I'll, I'll put someone else in again we saw Roxy Chamberlain there off the bench we saw Gini Wanaldum there in in, in season we might you know I, I, we might well have seen Genie there if Milner was, was fit we might have seen Genie start on the left wing. We don't. We, these are the These are the unknowns. These are the things in cops thinking that we're not. We're not privy to.
4: That was my reason for starting Marnie because I was saying with you. Origi out wide doesn't doesn't do anything for me. I think you mentioned in players before. I think that's what a is. Mm-hmm. I think you start him against Norwich and I hate to say it, but it's already it's already a must win game. Yeah. And like, can you afford to? He's not. He's not a passenger. He's a bit harsh, but you know, to start him and him be ineffective again when you can say Marnie started training again yesterday. So you have four days of training and then obviously another day for the game. That's enough for me to say actually you know, you come in, you start your front three and then you go on. Harry Wilson's still he's not a risk. But you know, you know what you get from Marnie He even scares the shit out of the defenders and runs ragged for an hour, take him off, then you bring the on and then he can have an effect you on the game do
2: something mad, You know, I mean like And if, if you bring Brewster
4: on you change the system.
2: But you could you could you could put Wilson Right and put Salah center forward, you know what I mean. If you want, if you wanted to, it depends on what what Bobby Firmino's at. You know, if you wanted to just rotate things, if he's just looking to keep it fresh and looking to keep that because he's not been able to, he's not really rotated the front three too much. But that might, we just don't know. It's a new season, they go through, they rip up the plans and they start again and they modify things. We rotated the midfield all the time last year, that was the one thing that saw constant rotation. It's entirely possible, given the lack of preseason and consistent training, these lads that we could see something. But that, that that's going to be, yeah. I mean, we'll know. Uh, we, we can't know now, but we might well know a little bit more by by this game. Um, speaking of a little bit more, Chris spoke to Jack Ree from Talk Norwich City to get some insight into our opposition. Uh, let's check
7: that out.
3: What's happened at Norwich? It's
7: been a years. bit of a whirlwind. To be honest, um, we have brought in a, a, a new sporting director in Stuart Weber. His wife, Zoe Ward, was um, previously at Liverpool, was incredibly influential in the Luis Suarez deal. So we've got a boardroom now that's, that's got real calibre. As well as that, we've brought in Daniel Farker, who came in from Borussia Dortmund too and has implemented a lovely style of football. And it's just finally clicked. The recruitment's been spot on. I'm sure you've all seen the you know the exploits of Timu Puki scoring 30 goals last season. He was a free transfer. Emi Buendia, many has said he's just as good as James Madison, two and a half million pounds from from Spain. So the recruitment's been spot on. And and what's been really nice, I think there's parallels to be taken with Norwich and Liverpool, is there's a real culture to get behind. What we've seen at Liverpool with Jurgen Klopp is fans buying into stuff and Although, granted, you've had a lot of good times over the past couple of seasons, when things haven't been going so well, the fans don't turn because they know this is a long-term project. And when there's that stability and that sustainability about a club, I feel like fans are more on board. So the morale around the club has been good. The recruitment's been good. Everything's just clicked. And- no one expected us to go up as, as champions and by quite some stretch last season, but we did. And and I think there's real optimism going into the Premier League.
2: Really good
3: chat
7: with Jack. Great to have him back. Great to have him back. Great to have finally. Be it
3: was able... so exci- He was yeah. so excited because I mean, you know, we've we've been looking forward to the season. I mean, he's been looking forward to being back in the big time in the yeah. Premier League. He's made up that it's you know it's Liverpool first game of the season. He's he's excited to get back to Anfield and get on stop going to places like Burton um, and you know get on some proper good. Way days and stuff, and he, you know what? He's a lovely bloke, his channel's absolutely brilliant. Um, the full video is available on the redmntv.com, by the way. It, it's a good sort of 10 15 minute chat about Norwich and their journey over the last couple of years since we last spoke to him. A little bit of insight into the, how they play as well. Some really interesting stuff, actually. Because
2: I realised this because I, I, there's so many clubs you can just kind of like yada 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 you, you, you by osmosis keep up with what's going on but yeah I had I paid very I was too busy paying attention. I didn't look beyond the top two of the Premier League yeah. for six months of last season so I certainly didn't look at the Championship he was he was talking to me and he was like you've heard about
3: our strikers blah 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 and blah blah
2: blah <laughs> and we've got it as a split screen and I'm like
3: <laughs> I've got no idea who you're um, talking about, mate. What league were you in? Oh, you must be the win in the championship yeah, because you got promoted. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Um, so yeah, if you if you're a bit like us, look, we're Liverpool fans first and foremost. <laughs> but yeah, if you if you want a bit more insight into the opposition, then go over to the redmentv.com and watch that full <laughs> video. Um, but yeah, interesting as we know. Um Ben, championship champions, the they, they scored their way to the title last year. Last time we played them was the 5-4 at Carroll, Road, which stands out for, for, for two reasons. For most people, it's Lallana scored on the late winner, Klopp smashing his glasses and um the fact that I meet I, I watched that um and then me and then we, we went in to have my wife to have a second child so like that always stands oh, out always stands out to me as a day as a day for me. Um, Timu uh Pookie. Yeah. yeah. That's what he says yeah. That's how you say it. 30 goals and 40 and three in all competitions. Um, but I said the defence is, 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 is a bit of an issue. But look, you know, we have got to hope that the, the, this continues this trend of what we've had with Norwich, as mentioned. No Luis Suarez um in, in, in these kind of situations. But And no John Ruddy. And no John Ruddy in goal. What we have got though is the nineteenth
3: Norwich and the twentieth Liverpool. Um uh, biggest spenders in the Premier League summer window going head to head oh wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: there's one for the there's one for the Twitter fans yeah, to, absolutely because yeah. if they beat us well look how much we've spent in the summer <laughs> compared to us yeah. um, I think the idea is let's just let's just get at them from minute one let's, yeah. let's completely th- there'll be They'll be still overwhelmed a little bit by the occasion, and you know that oh, we're back in the Premier League. Isn't this great? Let's go, let's go, well, welcome to the Premier League. Let's yeah. give them one of them in the first five nil. First five ten minutes, top of the yeah. table
3: after the round
1: yeah.
2: one game. I always games. can't believe Norwich have
4: bottled the league already. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. But I always go on <laughs> about expect
5: more it. than us
2: every every single season. I, I talk about this when you get championships, It seems coming from the Championship, and there's two things like Chelsea when Chelsea Wigan. were prime, Chelsea like always in the mid noughties would get a newly promoted team and smack them off the park and you know like and score a boss score a goal of the season contender on the way just to get everyone excited on match of the day um I'd like us to be you know to just to to, to be that we can't I know, I know West Ham we're newly promoted but we did that at the start of the last season really gave everyone that sense of. I want sense of the football invasion of an adult holding a kid head as he yes. swings yeah. for him yeah. that's what I want yeah and the other one is at least one striker who was amazing in the championship comes up and carries on that hot vein of form and scores a load of goals and goes into everyone's fancy teams until like November when they hit a dry spell and they never scored a game for the rest of the season so that's one to one to one to contend with certainly Um just looking then at the fixtures some of our rival fixtures which I, I can finally expand beyond Man City <laughs> uh, because uh, yeah because it is a new season anything exists in possibility so Everton will be there for a week or so two so Everton are in there I am um, so West Ham uh, Host Man City is the twelve thirty kickoff. I mean, because that's it's it's big just from regards of. I think the Friday evening you'd you'd rather play Friday evening than the the early kickoff on the Saturday. We saw West Ham give them a bit of a bloody nose. I think they did the same to Chelsea. Chelsea gave Chelsea a tough time there last season as well. Um, You'd expect City to roll them over, but if I had to pick. A handful of fixtures for them. I'd like you. You want your you, Hopefully, your biggest rivals this season to be away. Away in the early Saturday
5: kickoff.
3: Yeah, yeah. The the, the problem for me is that that pitch is bloody massive, yeah. and that really does suit Manchester City more than West Ham. Yeah. Um Like a, a small sort of. It's like their ground, like except maybe.
2: with a, with shitter stands, basically.
3: I'm not sure I think City might have shit to stands
2: no you know what I mean what I mean is well they don't have anyone behind the fucking goals at West Ham do you know what I mean you can't generate an atmosphere at the Olympic, sta- at the Olympic Stadium I mean, they, the- they can't at the Etihad though Paul well when they get the baby blue toilet paper out let me tell you <laughs> it's like a fucking cauldron um, a fucking a very pleasant clean cauldron the, the one big thing that you know Manchester City
3: won't have is that team welcoming because that really gees them up that team welcoming at the Etihad
2: and here's Ilkay Gundogan <laughs> Smattering of applause. No, let's not. Let's look. Let's not time <laughs> it toxic banter for a team we're not playing just yet. Um, but no, you know what the point is making is big pitch. So you're right. It's a nice big pitch, but it doesn't come with that with it being an intimidating no. place that place to play at. So you're right. There's, there's double editing uh, Crystal Palace hosts the F at three o'clock. Spurs host Aston Villa. It Biller. will be over. Yeah, is um, it a hundred million pound bid at time of recording yeah, we'll or something? See. Um, Spurs host Villa. I think that's a that's a that's a good game for Spurs to start with. And um, going on to Sunday, Leicester Wolves, the battle for who's the team. You know, with, adding to Everton. You know, a good time for a team to lay a market down very early on. There, Newcastle host Arsenal at two o'clock, and the big one. I, I, and I say the big one in like quite a funny way, really, because Man for United six. Chelsea. No, I know Man United Chelsea on a Sunday is just glorious. It's you know, have your tea, sit down, watch a game of football, which hopefully be largely. Inc- consequential of two really good cultured you know hist- that now uh, well in terms Chelsea recently started um, sides with terrible managers Just and one of their fan bases is going to go absolutely fucking yeah. pocket <laughs> but it's,
3: it's you know, it's a good day for this game to be on as well for the Super Cup for us. Yeah. You know, yeah. we've had two days mm-hmm. more rest than yeah. Chelsea will going into that game. Glorious. And it's and it's not one that they'll be taken lightly. Yeah. You know, they'll
2: be going full, full, full throttle the entire game against Manchester United. Absolutely, can't wait. Looking forward to an amazing weekend's action of football. But we go. Let's get your score predictions then. Liverpool, Norwich City, Friday night. Ben Kelly, what is it going to be?
5: Two nil to Liverpool. Okay.
4: Three nil. This page, yeah,
2: three 0 to Liverpool. Five 0 to Liverpool. Wow. Um, no, five one with Timu Pukki grabbing a grabbing a goal. Okay, uh, and then diving uh, into everyone's fancy question.
3: Team. Question for you all: What's going to be the big story
2: coming out of this weekend?
3: Not just Liverpool Premier the whole League weekend. Yeah,
5: the the big story. It's going to be the pressure on either only Gunnar to Solsha or Frank Lampard. I was going to say I think Frank Lampard might get a win at Old Trafford, and and that will be the story.
2: The United fans are definitely more ready to be more ready to kick off than the Chelsea
4: fans. I think Zaha mm-hmm. so won't go to Everton and I'll score a hat trick against them.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's going to be Lampard gets a win. It's going to be brilliant until the international break. The international break happens and they come back and they're terrible after that.
2: Okay, I can live with that part as long as they're terrible in the Super Cup before that i can live with all of those things um yes don't forget to go and check out the egg Klopp interview which we'll annotate to right now on the youtube channel uh, if you want to full into again go to the sign up as i always state at this point of the season it's things like that that we you know make the whole thing available people who subscribe to the website fund the entire endeavor that we do for you guys so if you like the free content and you want to support what we do then get over there and we give you loads of extra stuff as well not just like saying here you go captain and give some doubt no we work for you guys, to keep you guys entertained throughout the season and beyond. So yeah, go over there, uh, get the first free month and then uh, keep it for £5 a month and thereafter if you want for video and for podcasts into your native podcast apps as well. What more could you ask for? Gentlemen, thank you very much. I am thoroughly excited for that game. I hope you are too. Let us know all your thoughts and everything we discussed in the comments below and we shall see you post match.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's.